What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey folks, Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com coming to you with episode 24 of our Locked on Bucks podcast. Happy to welcome aboard a new sponsor uh, as part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Great to have MyBookie.net on as a sponsor. We'll have more on them soon, uh, but great to have them on board. Uh, It is Thursday morning for most of you, which means we are talking about uh, Wednesday night's preseason finale, Bucks against the uh, Redskins. Uh, did not go very well. Uh, if you were among the few thousand people that were there, uh, happy to have you here listening to the podcast. Most of you, I'm guessing, were not there in Tampa. Uh, as you know, this game was moved up 24 hours uh, from supposed to be Thursday night to Wednesday night, uh, trying to get ahead of what is now Tropical Storm Hermine, H-E-R-M-I-N-E. Uh, dropped a ton of rain all over Tampa and uh, the whole Tampa Bay area all day today. So a very wet, very soggy field, uh, and as a result, a very sloppy game for the Bucs. Uh, this is a 2013 Redskins win. was not nearly that close for most of the game. Um, you look at the score after three quarters, 20-3 to three the score, and again, was not that close. Um, I'll go back, and if we look at last week, we talked a lot about uh, Bucks game against the Browns, and as encouraging as that was, as... Relevant as that was in terms of Bucks starters making big plays, uh, dominating, being ahead, you know, really controlling the first half of that game last week. This was the opposite. Uh, this was 25 Bucks players, all but one starter on offense and defense, held out of the game completely, as we thought. This uh, last fourth preseason game is usually like this for teams. Not a lot of meaningful uh, starters in the game. So everybody on offense, all 11 starters were out. Uh, on defense, all of your key players, one defensive end, uh, whether you consider Noah Spence or Will Golston a starting defensive end, they both played. Uh, but everybody else was out. So 25 players pretty much off the top of the roster, uh, chopped off, um, leaving you with a lot of backups and reserves. Uh, and they looked rough. I mean, I, to, to give them, in their defense, uh, just really bad weather. Rain the whole time. Uh, as a result, very sloppy. Five fumbles in the first half. The Bucks got them all back, uh, but it really hurt them. Lots of Mike Glennon had a pass where he went back to pass, and the ball just slipped out of his hands. Just the old wet ball. Um, that was a 15-yard loss for Glennon. Um, Ryan Griffin, who came in the game, had a costly one of those at the end of the first half. They, they got to midfield, had 35 seconds left, uh, and it fell out of his hands, and he had to fall on it. And that kind of killed out the clock for the rest of the first half there. Uh, Bernard Reedy had a fumble on a punt return that he recovered. Both running backs, Peyton Barber and Russell Kimbrough, Russell Hansborough, I should say, uh, both had fumbles. So just a sloppy, sloppy game um, under bad conditions. I, I don't know how much you can really take from this at all. Uh, the Bucks didn't look good, but a lot of the players that didn't look good are, are barely on this roster, if you will. So we can go through a lot of things here uh, just to go over the game. Um, First thing that's going to jump out to me, uh, you know, we had really thought this might be a game where you could evaluate the receivers. You know, they had six receivers dressed for this game. 
likely only two of them going to make the cut. Um, and you really didn't have that at all in the first half. Let me just go through some stats here. End of the first half of this uh, this Bucks redskins game, uh, Buccaneers had two total first downs in the first half. Had a grand total of 22 yards of offense to show for the entire first half. Uh, 25 plays, 22 yards. That's less than a yard per play. Uh, 0 for 7 on third down. Just really struggled all around. Mike Glennon uh, kind of had a chance to... Earlier than day, everybody's talking about how the Vikings might want Mike Glennon, might want to trade for him uh, with Teddy Bridgewater being out with injury. Mike Glennon went one for five for negative one yard. Um, pretty rough outing for him. Got sacked on that play where he lost the fumble. His rating was 39.6. That was still better than Ryan Griffin in this first half. Uh, Ryan Griffin came out very first play, uh, went high for Austin Sparing Jenkins, had a tip by one Redskins defender, uh, intercepted by Duke. Ianacho um, for an interception. Killed that drive right there. So Ryan Griffin's first half numbers ended up not being terrible. Four of seven for 34 yards, but it cost the INT. It's funny in that the Bucks really didn't get clicking at all until the fourth quarter. End of the third quarter, they had 69 yards of total offense to show for three quarters. 40 plays, 69 yards. If you lay me down on the field... 40 times, you will have more than 69 yards. So just a, a really rough outing. Uh, not the kind of production they wanted, even for backups. Um, doesn't really matter because last week was the week that mattered the most. And this is a, a game that was moved up, bad weather conditions. But just the same, you don't want to see them uh, struggling to make plays as much as they did. Defense had zero takeaways for the second game in a row. Uh, and the first, actually the fourth quarter... Got a little bit interesting just because the Bucks kind of went to that hurry up, started throwing it a lot, and found some success. Ryan Griffin threw the ball 22 times in the fourth quarter, uh, which is hard to do. Ended up throwing for 190 yards, uh, connected well with Freddie Martino, who had no catches in the first three quarters, then had six for 65 yards in the fourth quarter. We, we talked a lot about this number five receiver, if you will, uh, and who could step up and, and grab that job. Uh, we mentioned Kenny Bell as an option. Kenny Bell did not get to return any kicks, as he had hoped. Uh, one of the reasons is that Kenny Bell left with a concussion. Had one catch for 13 yards, uh, came like two-thirds of the way into the second quarter. They still had negative passing yards. Negative yards is an offense uh, before they finally had a, a throw from Ryan Griffin to Kenny Bell for a 13-yard game. And the crowd applauded like it was a 80-yard touchdown. Uh, so... Buck struggle there. Kenny Bell did not have a good night, uh, left with a concussion. If you didn't like Kenny Bell, maybe you liked Evan Spencer. He had three catches for 27 yards. Uh, kind of modest to have nine yards to catch, but caught all three balls that were thrown to him. Uh, Bernard Reedy uh, had a touchdown in the final minute of the game. Bernard Reedy, a local from Lakewood High School in St. Petersburg, uh, had three catches for 19 yards. Pretty ordinary there. Uh, two punt returns for 17 yards. Pretty ordinary there. One kickoff return for 22 yards. Pretty ordinary there. So the touchdown with 57 seconds left in the entire preseason is nice. Uh, he had a ball, has had the ball held in his locker. as like a memento. Uh, very special for him. I don't know if he makes it as a fifth receiver or not. I don't know if the fifth receiver is even on this team or not. Um, like the lack of production from that receiver depth was so clear um, that unless they like Reedy as their kickoff returner, which could be the case. Um, he didn't show that much as a receiver. I mean, he made a play at the end of the game, don't get me wrong. But uh, 
They might go elsewhere for that fifth receiver spot. And you can make that case about a lot of different positions, to be honest. You look at running back. Uh, Mike James had the night off. So Doug Martin, Charles Sims, Mike James all had the night off. Uh, big opportunity for Peyton Barber, the undrafted rookie from Auburn, trying to make this team uh, either in Mike James' place or to convince them they need to carry four running backs. Uh, he had 16 carries for 44 yards. Uh, that's 2.8 yards a carry. That's not going to wow anybody. Um, caught three passes, but for 12 yards and four yards a catch isn't going to wow anybody. Uh, so kind of a missed opportunity for Peyton Barber there. He is running behind a, a backup patchwork offensive line the whole night, so I can't put it all on Peyton, uh, but he needed to do more. Uh, the Redskins had very much the same way, a backup offensive line. They got 149 yards from Mac Brown. They got 99 yards from Robert Kelly. Uh, so they rushed for 245 yards, 6.6 yards a clip. That's the kind of production you want to see uh, when you have guys struggling and trying to make a roster. Hey folks, I want to make sure I tell you about a new sponsor on the program. Very excited to have them on board, not only for us, but for the entire Locked On Podcast Network. And that is MyBookie.net. Uh, football season is here. Get in on the action and play like the pros at MyBookie.net. The most exciting online experience for sport fans. Uh, MyBookie.net features real Vegas odds, incredible player props on every football game. Uh, the game's already kicked off. You want to get in on the action, MyBookie.net has live in-game odds updated in real time, so it's never too late to make a play. Uh, their site is optimized for smartphone users, so you can have nonstop action on the go. Uh, so anyway, go online, type in mybookie.net in your browser, and sign up today. Uh, you can use promo code BUCKS, that's B-U-C-S, to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Call them up at 844-722-2387. Again, that's 844 722 2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at mybookie.net. Sign up today. So lots of things to get to in terms of other guys in the bubble. Perhaps the most interesting storyline of this game uh, was Austin Safarian Jenkins. And ordinarily going into this game, you probably would have thought Austin would get this game off. Kind of one of the established top tight ends. Uh, just like Charles Sims isn't a starter, he got the night off. You might think Austin would get the night off. Did not. Most definitely did not get the night off. Played almost the entire game. Uh, had seven targets. Only two catches for 22 yards. Uh, had an awkward time there in the middle of the game where came off the field, took his helmet off, yelling at coaches on the sidelines. Uh, enough so that Russell Shepard, the receiver, kind of had to get between him and the coaches, kind of redirect him down the sideline a little bit. Uh, he said after the game that kind of emotions got the best of him there. Uh, said he came back and talked to the coaches. Everything was cool, no issue. Uh, we asked Dirk Cutter uh, why Austin would play so much. Normally the fourth quarter of the fourth preseason game is when guys that aren't going to make your team are out there on the field, not a guy that's one of your top two tight ends and a former second-round draft pick. He said uh, that he felt like Dirk needed to go, or Austin needed to go out there and play a long time is what he said. Um, and didn't necessarily say, made it seem like a putative thing, just needed to show something, if you will. Um, and Austin did play a lot. Took a shot to the ribs there in the fourth quarter, had both his catches in the fourth quarter. Uh, very unusual. Uh, did not sound like his roster spot is in jeopardy, uh, but kind of had a little bit of a lesson handed to him in terms of making him play, making him go through that. The other tight ends at the top of their depth chart, Cam Brate, Luke Stocker, they got the night off 
they weren't even on the sidelines. They didn't have to be out there in the rain. Uh, so interesting to see that for Austin Severian Jenkins. Be curious to see uh, how he responds to that as well. Uh, defensively, uh, we mentioned no takeaways for the defense. That was certainly part of it. Uh, they did have three sacks. Joffrey Smith had another sack. He's had a fine preseason. Uh, but overall, defensively, not a very impressive game. Um, you look at uh, the only, let's see, three passes defensed. Maybe one of the better plays of the game defensively. They had a fourth down in Bucks territory. And uh, Jonathan Banks broke up a pass to force a turnover on downs. We talked to Banks after the game. Jonathan Banks, again, another guy you don't expect to be seeing late in the fourth game of the preseason. Uh, he has gone from being a starter to being a guy that plays on special teams on the kickoff team in the fourth game of the preseason. Um, he talked about how he thinks he's played well the last two weeks. He's very confident that even if he gets cut by the Bucks, he will play for somebody's team in the NFL. Uh, and he's probably right. He is not necessarily the best fit for this defense in terms of playing off the ball. Um, but could still very well. I, I think he's definitely ahead of Josh Robinson for the fifth cornerback job if they decide to keep him here. Uh, they could trade him. There's a lot of things they could do. Um, but that was Jonathan Banks tonight. Um, I'm trying to think of who else really stepped up. Your leading tacklers were the linebackers that played most of the game. That's Luke Rhodes and uh, Adarius Glanton. Luke had seven tackles. Adarius had six. Uh, Adarius also had two tackles for loss. Uh, definitely worth mentioning there. That's the battle for the final linebacker spots. And again, you wonder a little bit if they'll look outside there too, in that you're looking at having two or three rookie linebackers uh, making this team if those guys all line up. So the more that I look at this game and think about the lack of people stepping up, it makes me think the Bucks could be more involved uh, in getting guys off waivers uh, as, as more cuts here in the next 48 hours. Uh, Defensive tackle, running back, linebacker depth. Um, they could be needing guys all over. Offensive line I didn't think was that terrible. Uh, guys like Leonard Wester that played a ton. Caleb Beninock, who has not played in the preseason due to his ankle injury, uh, played into the second half at right guard. So it was good to see Caleb as a draft pick get on the field, get a chance to kind of show himself healthy. Uh, we do want to mention uh, a couple of guys that the stood out. There were some positive here in terms of guys uh, on the ball. The young guys that might have stepped up. Had two uh, a couple of safeties I want to uh, mention. Ryan Smith, one rookie tackle. draft pick from NC Central. Uh, uh, had a big game. A lot of six tackles. Yeah, Devontae Lambert led them in the first half with five tackles. Ryan Smith played very well. Left the game briefly with a hand injury. Came back in, took a kick off the and didn't do that much with it. But again, under the same weather, same circumstances, definitely the most vulnerable safeties. I think he's probably so. Uh, they were definitely, landing the were definitely the sloppier team tonight. Uh, major right Crowd, very reflective of the main competition with a tropical storm on up. the way. Guy we mentioned um, yesterday's podcast, Tamario McFadden, uh, got Kennedy cut on Sunday, uh, kind of got brought back for uh, depth, they're both if you will, school at the last out minute on Thursday. No Tuesday, school at all, so probably uh, looks good for hadn't the Bucks, even left town yet. But they kind of need to talk to him. Just got an extra game, an extra chance to show himself. Probably not going to make Lapping the Bucks roster, had, but one uh, more game that he has on tape to show the, the rest of the league as they try and get uh, players, probably more like uh, uh, maybe for practice squads as the year starts. Uh, at the stadium tonight, tackles, uh, just a sparse crowd. Uh, uh, we'll a get nice an official number on tomorrow to on that. There. Another safety that played well, again, probably not going to make this roster, but Isaiah Johnson, the undrafted rookie from South Carolina, uh, had two tackles on defense, also had two tackles on special teams. 
Uh, again, Isaiah is probably a guy that's not going to make this roster, but again, could be a match for the practice squad here. So uh, there's a couple names that stepped up. One name we did not mention that did have a big game, uh, Roberto Aguayo, the uh, the rookie kicker from FSU, just really picked up where he left the week before. Went six for six last week on kicks. Uh, came out today. The only scoring the Bucks had in the first half uh, was Roberto Aguayo under, again, bad weather conditions. Uh, lining up and hitting a 50-yard field goal, uh, even longer than his field goal last week. Very impressive to see him hit that. Hit his extra point tonight, came out and got a 22-yard field goal later. Uh, Dirk Cutter said there weren't very many highlights at all, but one of the bright spots for him was Roberto hitting that long field goal. He was actually also very happy with uh, Brian Anger, who is now the Buccaneers punter. Brian had eight punts with an average of 47-6 and a net average of 45, which is outstanding. So a good night for... Uh, Brian Anger and the punt coverage team as well. Uh, definitely some positives to take from this. Uh, when we come back for Friday's podcast, we might already have cuts to talk about. Um, the cut deadline to go from 75 to 53 is uh, Saturday at 4 p.m., but I definitely think the Bucks will make moves here at least before Friday morning. They're going to be back. They actually have four of the next six days off. They're off Thursday, they're off Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday. But they will be back as a team on Friday. We have some access to players and coaches on Friday as well. I would think they want to make at least most of these moves before the team comes back together on Friday, uh, just so there isn't a weird sense of players still being there after the game is over, before cuts are made. So I think the next time we talk to you here Friday morning, uh, we'll probably have some cuts to talk about um, and be much closer to a 53-man roster for the Bucks. Obviously, they'll make moves over the weekend, picking guys up off waivers, uh, but they'll be much closer to the finished product that they'll line up with throughout this 2016 season. I'm going to wrap things up here. We do have another message from our sponsor uh, from mybookie.net. But to wrap things up, thank you guys again for listening to the Locked on Bucks podcast from the Tampa Bay Times and tampabay.com. This is Greg Allman. Thanks for listening, everyone. Football season is here, and you can get in the action and play like the pros at mybookie.net. At mybookie.net, you can feel the excitement of predicting your favorite sports. It's never too late to make a play. You can even use your smartphone for nonstop action on the go. Mybookie.net. Go online now. Use promo code BUCKS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool or call 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best. Only at mybookie.net. Sign up today. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.